0: jeff wilson started covering the texas rangers in 2008 though he'll never forget 2021 out on his own he decided it was time to do a podcast but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along there's no going back now welcome to the texas rangers baseball podcast here's your host jeff wilson and the recliner nerd himself
1: john moore hey
0: everybody and welcome to the rangers today baseball podcast this is episode number 58 and today Texas Rangers manager Bruce Bochy is going to join us. I don't know how long we'll have him on. Hopefully, we'll get him on ten or fifteen minutes, yeah. but he's going to yeah. be busy. I mean, five minutes is going to be good.
1: Right, right. No, we <laughs> we uh, we're pretty pretty fortunate, and thanks to the Rangers, Rich Rice, absolutely John Blake for helping us uh, arrange this. You know, the the Rangers are having their pro scouting meetings this week, and he's shoot he he's been on the job, I guess, since last Friday, but. Imagine his um, schedule. But full. he's been in town since, you know, probably Sunday. Yeah, he's got a full schedule. He's leaving town, uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Um, so yeah, busy guy. And th- those, those pro scouting meetings are, yeah, are sun up to sundown. I mean, they, they turn over every stone, um, yeah. or and leave no stone uncovered, I guess is the, the proper phrase. But, you know, they're, uh, anyway, for him to be able to do that is, is great. And, um, Anyway, yeah, just looking forward to talking to him. You know, getting to, getting to know him. You know, as, seems as, like as, a great guy. Just yeah. talking to him Monday. Yeah, you know, it, this isn't his first rodeo. You no. know, he he knows he knows the ropes, and uh, you know, he's sixty seven now. He's been a, a baseball lifer. Uh, he he did have a few years there. You know, stepping down from the Giants in two thousand nineteen, and um, it, you know, the one the one thing he said Monday was the simple, you know. You know, why are you doing this? And the the easy he said the simple answer is I missed the game. Sure. So um you, you can't take the baseball out of the out of the man. Nope. So um anyway, yeah, looking forward to talking to him. Uh, a lot to discuss and uh, there was lots to discuss about the Rangers. Now that now that this is now that this is over,
2: now yeah, that the coaching search
1: is over, we can staff. we well we can get into the coaching staff. I mean, you can get into all kinds of things. But Absolutely. Yeah. Coaching staff, uh Tony Beasley's behind me. Um,
0: you broke that story Sunday. And yeah, you it, was, to him. it was
1: in the Sunday read. I talked to him, uh, Rangerstate.com, five ninety nine a month, thirty-five dollars for six months, sixty dollars for a year. Um Hey, hit talk, the subscribe button too. Yeah, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're over a thousand, by the way, so yeah. that's great. Thanks. But let's uh, let's not share stop. it with people. Let's do it. Um, but you anyway, talk to Talk to Tony, he was in, you know at his home in Virginia, said so it was a nice day, he was sitting out on the porch, you know, the it's it's pretty much what you'd expect from Tony you know he he has things in the proper perspective yes he wanted to be the manager um but he said how can I how can I argue uh, to lose the to job to out losing, to- losing the job to Bruce Bochy who, who has 2003 career wins and, and three world series rings um you know Tony is coming back they they hadn't talked as of Saturday they'd exchanged messages with each other voicemails um uh, Tony said that what, what Bruce had left in his message was very welcoming and, and looking forward to getting to knowing him and working with him and all these things. And Tony told me he never hesitated. You know, there was never a thought that he wouldn't return to the Rangers, uh, whether he had the job or not. And, uh, you know, this, this is his family. He, you know, he, you know, one of the, the toughest times of his life, you know, came in 2016 when he, he was diagnosed with cancer and had to fight that and missed, missed the season. Um, but the Rangers stood by him never wavered. He had his job back the next year. Um, and, you know, it, it's pretty remarkable. This is, this is going to be his third manager. You know, he, you, he keeps
0: surviving them all. You just don't, you just <laughs> don't hear that.
1: You know, he started with Jeff Bannister. That was Jeff Bannister's number one hire. Um, when, when he, when he got the job and, and Chris Woodward n- never thought about, never c- considered not bringing Tony back. And now it sounds like Bruce Boche isn't either. And, uh, you know, if, if you know Tony Beasley at all, it's very easy to understand. Yeah. He's, he's such a, a positive person, a good coach, obviously, uh, players easy to it. talk to players like him. You can counsel them in a number of ways and, uh, to not bring him back. Um, just, he would have
0: had, he would have had other opportunities. Right. That's right, no doubt. Right. He
1: could have, he could have gone somewhere else, but, uh, this mm-hmm. is where he wanted to be. So that, that talks a lot about the Rangers organization. And, and I know there's been some turnover, but, um, it, it's it's a good thing that Tony Beasley is back.
0: Yeah, and I, I said it over and over, and I tweeted something out about it. If you, if you don't appreciate what he did to step in for that last couple of yeah, months and sure. what he did, um, the, this guy, and you know it as well as I do, when he comes out for batting practice, he throws a lot of batting practice, he works with these guys, he's quick to give us a quick dap and a hug and say hello. I mean, the guy's going to come up and he checks on you, how are you, all of that, yeah, before right. he gets to his job. He's nonstop working. Just love it. The, the players love him. I mean, yeah, it's great do. to have him at other coaching moves they got to make though they don't have a pitching coach yet
1: right right they don't have a pitching coach and um,
2: um or
0: they don't technically we don't know do they have a do, does does he have a uh, a bench coach i mean well you know donny was
1: right well let's let's, okay, okay, let's, let's take let's, him one at a time okay let's go uh, to pitching, p- staff. pitching coach you know the chris young said that uh it's likely they're not going to have the the co pitching coaches they're going to have a he said a head pitching coach maybe a, an assistant who helps. Um, but um, I think that makes sense. That's kind of the traditional role. It's probably what Bruce Bochy is used to. It's definitely what everybody else in baseball is used to, to, right. to, to, to be frank. Um, so the Rangers said they have a short list. They're going to start working through it. I think, you know, one name to, to keep, keep in mind is, is Mike Maddox, the, the former Rangers pitching coach who's since uh, been in Washington and, and, is currently under contract, at least for a few more days with St. Louis. Uh, he, he's so his contracts up. He's going to become a free agent as of Monday. He may return to the Cardinals. I don't know. Um, we signed him at it for dirt. We saw him at do it for dirt. He lives in the area. Um, he, he, you know, I, he, he's 61 going on 62. I'm not saying he's old, but there's respect there, there. He's respected, but there comes a time when, you know, people want to start winding down and, and maybe, maybe a job, with the home the hometown team um place where he's very familiar probably knows a lot of the guys who are still in the organization uh from a coaching standpoint at least so uh i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if that name surfaces i mean i'm i guess i'm bringing it to the surface now but um keep an eye on that one and then you know you kind of look at chris young's pitching coaches when he was a pitcher in the major leagues for 13 seasons they're pretty much all retired um Bruce Bochy's guys in, in San Francisco, Dave Rigetti, um, uh, and then, then Kurt Young the last two years neither one of them is, is, uh, currently coaching. I, 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 think, um, young, young went from the giants to the A's, uh, but hasn't been there for a couple seasons. So, uh, I, I wonder, um, you know, if, if this is just going to be a, a fresh name that, that a lot of us don't know, but, um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who want the job. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have reached out to Bruce Bochi for the job or for any job. You know, it if 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 there is only one pitching coach that frees up one coach on the staff that can be in the dugout. Sure. So you would you would think that Bruce Bochi, the you know, future Hall of Fame manager, would get the opportunity to at least bring in one of his own guys, maybe a couple. And 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 to bring up the bench coach situation, as as you mentioned, Donnie Ecker is the bench coach. Slash off offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Some of the bench coach duties were shared last year with Bobby Wilson. If Bruce Bochy wants just one bench coach, seems like that could be
0: uh might, but might already a, a be on the staff. he
1: makes. Um but I don't I don't no, know. Oh,
0: but you're saying he could go outside and bring yeah, his own. You know, uh
1: Ron Wotus uh, was one of the one of the guys who was with him for a long time with the Giants. Um who who just recently retired after the 2021 season so maybe he still has the itch i don't know but um that that wouldn't be a far flung idea far fetched idea so there there are you know well well chris young said that all the Coaches who are invited back are coming back. I think there could be some shuffling in the deck, so to speak.
0: Let me throw something. You know, I'm the guy that does stupid ideas that come okay. out there. Okay. Because, okay. you know, on my when I do armchair GM stuff, it's really outlandish and out in the – I do it as a fan and I go out way outside the line. Let's say that a certain guy that we know that we were wondering about getting this job, um, let's say he doesn't get a job. He's up for a couple jobs right now. He's talked to the Royals. He's talked to the White Sox. I'm talking about Ron Washington. Um, he's a third-base <laughs> coach now with the Braves. That con is his contract up? He's
1: still got another year.
0: He's still got another year. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering, though, but the way you can leave is if you get a promotion. Correct. Is 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 that a bench coach candidate? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, I mean, he would he would obviously be a promotion. Um yeah. and you talk about a good voice sitting there. Look, now look, it may be a, a a bit to to take on a just a pride level to come back as the bench coach for the team, but I, I know Wash loves this town. He loves the game. Yeah. He's going to be in this game. He's already got a job now, but that would be a promotion.
1: It would be. That's an interesting idea. I mean, I would, uh, okay, so I'm just out there. I obviously would, would be all for it. You know, I mean, I, don't, don't get me wrong. And you know, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe Tony Beasley comes back as the bench coach. Maybe, maybe, uh, Bobby Wilson, uh, is the bench coach, but sure. I mean, you know, Donnie Ecker was both at the, great guys too. Yeah. Right, yeah. And Donnie Ecker was at the press conference. So, I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's coming he's back. back. Yeah. yeah but I, I don't know. i mean, we're just, we're just throwing stuff on the wall here, but, um, well yeah, Wash is a uh I don't I don't know, you know, the, the Braves are going to be good for a long time. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> that's true. Yeah,
1: but but you, you you never know. But okay. uh I, anyway, yeah. That's that's one of my outlandish the, ideas. But the co- the coaching staff is in okay. in flux.
0: Now coaches have to coach players. And obviously this offseason we know it's going to be a fun one because the Rangers are going to be doing a lot. Yeah. Now, while we were at the press conference, we names were thrown around. We were talking to Gil, who was yeah. throwing out his two cents. This guy came up, yeah, Joey Gallo, um, as a possible. I don't think if they went with Joey Gallo, who I think you we could talk about that. I think he's affordable, might be able to come back. I don't think it would be the only move they would make right. as far as a bat, but that's not a bad for on the cheap. That might not be a bad line add to this lineup.
1: Well, yeah, you know there are a couple things to consider. Um, you know, first of all. Joey Gallo never wanted to be traded. He never wanted to leave.
0: It was emotional for him.
1: It was a it was a tough night. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a tough I think it has been a tough 12 months uh, honestly, but you know he 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 wants to come back here. There's no question. I think he would come back. I know Scott Boras is his agent, but I think he would come back at a a fair price, uh, a reasonable price. I don't think he would One year, two year, what do you think? Well, you know, it might be a Prove yourself, one-year contract type of thing, which Boris might like actually. He might, yeah. I mean, Joey's still young. He's you know, you could hit free agency again next year with with a big season. Um, But look, Joey was comfortable here. He he flourished here. At least you know, was a two-time All Star. The way he
0: the way he plays, yeah. uh,
1: OPS above eight hundred. You know, he had two forty home run seasons. Right. He he became more of a complete player. once he moved to the outfield, he's a Gold Glove winning outfielder. The shift is banned, and the shift is banned, and that that's interesting. That that could boost his average. You know, you you hear ideas that you know a left fielder will come and play these these Deadpool guys like Corey Seager and and Joey Gallo, and maybe that's what happens. But um, it's at least intriguing, and and you know it could turn a two oh eight average into two twenty. Yeah, it could turn a. a you know, the OPS 790 is- OPS to 810, you know, but just where, where the game is. Everybody knows, you know, the, the long ball. I mean, you look at what the Astros have done this postseason. They haven't hit great, but they've hit very timely and critical right. home runs. Um, same thing for the Phillies. You know, look at that game five, Bryce Harper won it for him with a late home run. So right. uh, you you wonder, um, it, you know, I, and I know that Joey's kind of divisive with a lot of people because he doesn't make a ton of contact. I think that he would be a good match for Donnie Ecker and their system because Joey Joey, you, you cannot say that Joey Gal can't identify pitches. He no. just he knows his balls from his strikes. He, he,
0: he took walks. Yes. He
1: he just has the contact trouble. But right. Um anyway, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. All right. I don't I don't have that for anybody with the Rangers. Well,
0: well think about but this. It lineup. makes it
1: does make sense.
0: In this lineup, they've basically got one through about five, right? One through four or five. Sure. If you're talking Joey Gallo hitting 6th six, seven, six or seventh, he's probably not going to go below seventh in a lineup playing that kind of defense in mm-hmm. right field. You're probably looking at maybe him and right. He's played left, uh, but <coughs> between him and Adolis, you know, going to right or left, you have mm-hmm. two good outfielders with amazing mm-hmm. arms. Yeah. Even Adolis could go to center, but I'm assuming that unless this, this one's moved, I don't know, maybe there's an armchair GM talking about it. We're mm-hmm. thinking Tavares will probably be in center field. Who has proved himself? He had he kind of scuttled there a little bit at the end, but the end. defensively and in the field, he played great. He had a hey, he really had a good season altogether. Um, I don't think you expect much more than what Tavares did, but that that outfield's pretty salty right there. When you're talking about you got Garcia, Gallo, Tavares in the outfield, that ain't bad.
1: Well, you know, one, one way to help a pitching staff is to improve the defense. Sure. the Rangers need to improve their defense. And Bochy, he likes defense. He, he's he's into fundamentals and and pitching it and catching it. Um, if you have three excellent defensive outfielders, that saves you a lot of runs. And it's not it's not always like a great diving catch or something like that. It's a play that a play that Tavares made this year against against Mike Trout of all people, running into the gap, stopping the ball from getting to the wall, and throwing to to second base to. Hold Mike Trout, who's not slow, to a single. To a single, I mean, yeah. And the, no, I and the that. Angels did not score in that inning. I mean, th- th- those are that's a, those are critical winning plays. Absolutely. You know, a, a good defensive play isn't necessarily always going to be an out. So, right. um, That's that's what you can do to help your pitching staff. Now, Bubba Thompson is a very good defensive outfielder, and Bubba Thompson has a a skill that very few people in baseball have, and he also held his own. You know, he obviously needs to get on base more. But his first call-up, his first two months in the major leagues were not a failure. No, you know, not at by all. By any means. And, and you know, does he have to hit for more power? Did he have seven Probably. bunt base hits? I mean, the guy the guy just needs to he, – he's got a chance every time there's a, a, a slow grounder hit or a bunt, he's got a chance to beat it out. And if he does that, there's a good chance he's going to be on second base within a couple pitches. So, you know – He
0: changes the game at he, the he does.
1: He does. You know, so, I mean, it's – it's not, it wouldn't be outrageous. You know, you look at this offense. It was one of the top offenses in the American League. It right. really was. Uh, they struggled against good pitching. Right. That's that's the one thing that they need to clean up. That That's the next step is figuring out how to hit, let's say, the Astros. Uh, and then even the Mariners a little bit. So they need to to do that. But if if the Rangers came back with the nine players they had in the lineup to finish the season, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever. It really no. wouldn't be. Can they upgrade? Sure, you know, but, absolutely. But when you're looking at like left fielders, you know, on the Fraser market, you have Joey, you have Andrew Benatendi, who had a had a Renaissance year, I guess, but he only hit five home runs. So Comforto, I mean, Conforto,
0: who was out the entire year, who's right. now coming back from a hip sur- or a, a shoulder surgery,
1: right? So you know, you're kind of taking a flyer there too. But um, it'll be interesting to see. I, 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 I could, I could see couple scenarios you know I, I don't know who might be available for trade but um i joey gallo joey gallo we'll should be that. uh <laughs> should be on people's radar just because i i i, I think it's not unimpossible not as, unimpossible as, and i think as, if, uh, i think
0: if they do get gallo i don't think it's the only bat move they make i think they're looking all around he could be a somebody that's that's Affordable enough that they could still make a move for another bat that they want, and and people forget this too. Garver's coming back. Yeah, that's another bat in the middle of your lineup that's going to DH a lot. He's going to mm. catch. Um, uh, he he opens up a possibility for Huff to be on the roster too. He had three there because Garver can play first base and he can. But that bat, he, uh, say what you will, but Garver's a good right-handed bat in the lineup if he's healthy. If yeah. he's healthy, yeah.
1: Garver, Young, you're getting a little lefty heavy or righty heavy at that point, so right. maybe that's another thing that
0: Gallo ben, Benintendi
1: and and Gallo are, are both left-handed hitters. So um, I don't know, but again, you know, you talk about the pitching, and that's 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 cute. obviously the the focus here. Um, but Bochy knows how
0: to he knows how to work a bullpen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does. So you know, maybe that maybe that's some of his flu- influence in the free agency this year too. Is is relievers and how he wants his, his bullpen. built. So, oh, right. it's going to be fun though. It's, it's fun to talk about this stuff and to speculate. And I know you've got a Rangers GM, I need to edit and get our an armchair GM that I need to get out and edit. But
0: maybe we'll um, talk about that next week yeah, because yeah. I, I went, I went full bore. We're going, crazy. To, save,
1: we're going to save our bullets. John. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I went crazy on it. And, and of course it, it'll get ridiculed as it should, but that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Uh, when I do it, you know what, let's get Bruce in here and let's yeah. talk to Bruce uh, see if he's ready to go and get what we can out of him because this is going to be awesome. Bruce Bochi, right after this. And joining us right now from Globe Life Field is Texas Rangers manager, new Texas Rangers manager Bruce Bochy. Bruce, thanks so much
2: for joining us, sir. Uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. So you
1: are uh, you're busy. I mean, you, you know they, <laughs> the the news broke Friday. You're you're there Monday for the the press conference, and I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're diving right into those pro scouting meetings. So, um, what what has been on your agenda?
2: You know i did actually have been really busy uh you know the the meetings are going on i have enjoyed uh, uh, sitting in there and just getting to know uh you know a lot of our staff on the uh pro scouting side our our analysts uh and just uh you know get getting to know the players throughout the league uh on both leagues you know just you know getting a feel again and you know i've been i stepped down three years ago i have been involved uh uh, you know, going to the, the uh, minor league affiliates and everything, but I still have some catching up, uh, to do, to be honest. But also, uh, you know, just getting around the town a, a little bit, uh, uh, of course, you know, my phone's been going crazy. since all this happened, uh, uh, between friends and a lot of, you know, good people looking for jobs too. So that goes right. with, uh, with the territory, but you know what, I I've enjoyed it and, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I, it's just good to be back, uh, in the dugout.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you said Monday that bottom line is you just missed baseball. What 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 did you miss? I mean, being a manager is a grind. So
2: so what did you miss? Yeah, and you know, there's not there's not too many things uh, you know that I look back uh, you know when I was managing that I thought was a grind. To be honest, I mean, it's you're really blessed to you know to be doing what what you're doing. That's why I I looked at it. It's, is uh you know to be grateful there's only 30 of these jobs and uh i remember when i first started managing you know i, I had that job on such a pedestal i just couldn't believe that uh, i was getting a chance to do it and so that's how i look at it and uh not not as a grind uh you know uh, after a while you know you you get uh, a little bit more accustomed to dealing with some things that may you know may be a little grind uh, a little grind for you but you know it's uh you know it's being in a dugout it's being part of a team it's just walking in that clubhouse uh, the relationships uh uh but as much as anything just being competitive and uh, trying to win a ball game uh, on a daily basis so all those things uh you know you're gonna miss especially when you've done them all your life and i used to say this i, I said you know if i retire i don't know what i'm going to do uh, <laughs> i guess i go you know coach uh, or you know my grandson, little league. Well, I found out team ball balls harder than managing in a major league. So I told my grandson. I totally agree. I said, I said you're the one that drove me back to this.
1: <laughs> so uh, you you did mention the family. You said your sons were on board. Uh, your wife Kim might have taken a little more coaxing. <laughs> but but how old are your grandkids? And how I mean, it, it sounds like that they might not have much of a a memory bank of. of Grandpa
2: in the dugout. Yeah, I don't think they have any. Uh, you know, when I sat down, my my oldest uh, grandchild is uh, Braxton. He's uh, going on five now. Oh wow! You know, but I still remember um, you know holding him up in my last game, and he saw me wave to the crowd, and he started waving. And uh, <laughs> kind of funny, uh, but he, he doesn't remember that. But he's at an age where he will uh, remember this, and
0: he's, he's going to uh, have fun.
2: Yeah, he did say, "Papa, you you're going to bring me a hat back, right?" You know, so Uh-oh. so he's he's on board. Uh, the boys are on board uh, on board. But you know, we had just made a move uh, to Nashville, just south of there, uh, near Franklin. And uh, so you know, when we first started talking about going back on the field, and, you know, my wife, it's obvious she's going to uh, have a little concern, I guess, that uh, uh, you know I'll be gone a lot, whatever, but. Uh, you know, as this process, uh, you know, continued and she knew uh, CY, Chris Young and Liz and uh, uh, getting to meet Mr. Davis and everybody. And uh, she she's excited. She's here. She's right now uh, looking for a place where we may stay. We do have some family here. So, you know, a lot of things made it a lot easier for her uh, because she's a. you know what? She has sacrificed a lot. I, this is what sure. I've done all my life. And, uh, and I think she knew that, uh, you know, I. You know, where I'm at at this stage of my career, it's not like I'm going to do it another 20 years or anything. So <laughs> she, she uh, understands that uh, I, I probably need to uh, get back on the field. I, I'm looking forward to trying to win another championship. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, this this was such a great fit. And I talked about that. I wouldn't do this unless I thought that was the case. And not just for me, but for her.
1: Well, and, and you mentioned, I mean, Chris, Chris Young came to your house for seven hours. <laughs> well, what, 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 what was it that he said? And, and was it a, like a, a good back and forth? Did you guys order out? What, you know, what, I mean, <laughs> drink a couple of beers? I mean, it seems like, geez, seven hours, a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, uh, my wife actually, uh, you know, made lunch and, uh, and, 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 you know the snacks and everything so she she kept us fed so we we never left the house it was all baseball uh talking about uh you know the rangers uh you know his uh vision and yeah it probably wasn't you know just what he said and that was important obviously but you could just feel as i said i mean uh, the, the passion he had and the commitment to uh you know getting this turned around uh I mean, he grew up here. So, you know, he's, he's, he's he wants to bring that pride back to Ranger baseball. And, uh, and the more I listen, the more I, I got excited. And, uh, uh, and, it, you know, we talked for about seven hours, whatever, uh, whatever it, it seemed like an hour though. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it didn't stop. And, uh, and we covered uh, so many different things. And of course he, you know, it was important for him to, to, to get my appetite on doing this. And, uh, and, and you know hopefully he got that. he felt that uh in the conversation. then uh, the process continued. Mr. Davis came out and uh, uh so and uh, and some of his staff and and so it, it it was really easy it did you know the conversation was easy the uh, decision was easy and and not just for me, but for my wife
1: okay uh you talked about a lot of things on, on Monday, but you know the the core group of guys, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seeger, uh doles Garcia, Nate Lowe. What 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 is it? I mean, you 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 saw you've seen a lot of Simeon from from those those Bay Bridge Classic games. What what do you like about those those that group of, of guys that you know you think you're going to be able to count on?
2: Well, it's not very often that you uh, you have an infield like like they have here. I mean, I, I mean it's solid across the board, and uh, of course Marcus. Uh, I got to see him when he was with Oakland, and uh, and you know, not just, uh, the talent that he is, but the, his, his reputation throughout the league, uh, you know, what, what a leader he is and, uh, and, uh, not just vocally, but, uh, you know, uh, also by example. And, uh, I saw enough of Corey Seager with the Dodgers. Trust right. me. this guy yeah. just, it's every rip he takes, it looks like he's right on the pitch. And, uh, so to be that strong, uh, up the middle and, of course, you look at uh, you know Logier, and he, he's he's came into his own. You get young kid, young at third base. Uh, I mean, it's not too often you get a core players like that. Now, and, and as I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, in the press conference, I know we have work to do. Uh, you know, I'm a big pitching guy, I'm pitching the defense. Uh, it's such a vital part of the game, and uh, and so you know, we got some work to do there. But uh, uh, it's not often that you you have a uh, you know, your first, first four or five hitters, uh, uh, the core that we have, it's, it's not that easy to find. And of course, Garcia, I mean, you look at the year he had, so, and what a great athlete he is. So mm. I could see that the, the pen, uh, potential of this club was, I mean, it wasn't three, four years down the road. Uh, I'm talking about next year and beyond uh, this is how close I think they are to getting this, uh, turned around and hopefully, uh, bring some, uh, Ride to uh you know the Ranger fans and uh and, and find uh uh you know our our uh, way to, to playing winning baseball again because uh, it wasn't that long ago that uh you guys were wearing the horn so to speak uh uh-huh. in the American league and uh that's that's where we want to go.
1: So and you also mentioned the farm system uh you know, both those Giants teams of yours were, were built on the farm system. Um are there any, it sounds like you did your research on, on that. Are there any prospects that stand out in your mind that you're like, I, I'm looking forward to getting my hand on this guy besides Josh Young?
2: Yeah. You don't want to, I don't want to leave anybody out, but of course, you know, you're, you're going to look at some of this pitching. Uh, uh, there's quite a few, uh, uh down in the system that, uh, you know, are really, uh, uh you know, exciting when, when you talk about them, but, uh, you know, you, you start with a guy like uh, Leiter and, uh, he, and Kumar, what what he's doing in, in the Fall League right now. But uh, uh, it's you know, and, and they get a lot of position players too, and uh, they're they're not too far away. I know Wynn didn't have uh, quite the year that uh, he had hoped, but uh, you know that. But you know, what, what's important for us is uh, to have these guys come up, and that's what enables you to uh, sustain that success. And uh, but the pitching, uh, I think you have to be, uh, really excited at, at what, what's, uh, just behind us. And, uh, and these guys, I think are, are going to be on a fast track when, you know, once, you know, they, they get on the roll and, uh, you know, a guy like lighter, uh, you, you know, he, that's a pretty good jump going right to double A, but he's, I can see, I saw him at Vanderbilt and, uh, I mean, this guy, uh, obviously he's, he's going to be on a fast track when uh, he gets, gets locked in.
1: Um one thing that didn't come up the other day had had you stayed retired you likely would have been going to the hall of fame next year did that was that in in your mind at all
2: when no you, you... no i'll be honest I, I it didn't you know but i don't assume anything you know as far as that and uh you know i have that the hall of fame you know uh, um, you know, cause it gets brought up, but, uh, you know, when I think of the hall of fame, I think of Johnny Bench, Willie Mays and those guys, not Bruce Bochy. trust me. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I know we're talking about manager, you know, right. so it's, you know, it's a different animal, but, uh, uh, no, absolutely not. You know, my, my goal and it be honest, you know, after I retired the first year, I said, man, I made the right move because you had the, the COVID, uh, oh. going Oh gosh, no doubt. A, you know, with the, uh, the guy and everything, I said, boy, my tiny was great. But as time went on, I was getting the itch, and I did help the French in the uh, WBC, and uh, so I, I was staying busy in baseball. But uh, you know, I, I, you know, just grew that itch, uh, got worse and worse. Uh, you know, as uh-huh. time went. So you
1: you were born in France, or were you a, a, a military a military brat?
2: I was. Uh, my dad was stationed there, uh, um, you know, back in, gosh, 1953. And uh, my sister and I were born there. Yeah, you know, I left when I was a year old. So I <laughs> no memory of France. The funny thing is, though, when I went back there, they took me to the little town I, I, I was born in, uh, Boussac, Lane is the Boussac. And uh, I mean, they welcomed me like I was one of theirs and uh, had, <laughs> you know, the big ceremony and took me all around. It's, cool really neat little town just north of uh bordeaux and so uh, my brother who lived there he's four years older than me so we just had a great time and uh, of course went to normandy uh two, two of my dad's brothers uh you know they hit omaha and they both survived Oh wow wow so there wasn't, wasn't a you know more moving experience than i had in standing there looking at what these uh young 18 year olds uh were doing you know had to face uh trying to you know, charge up the beach there, and you did. You don't realize how how far they had to go. It wasn't like that. You know, to get cover was you know twenty or thirty yards. I mean, it's like hundred and fifty yards out there. So, uh, man, I just oh kind of what they went through.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine. And oh my gosh! As a as a history major, that's definitely a place I need to get to. I yeah, know, to just it's a bucket list for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, look, well, man, I mean, man, you'll feel it when you go there. Trust me.
1: Well, we don't want to keep you too long. I know you got a busy schedule, but um, thanks for thanks for taking the time. I mean, uh, really appreciate you uh, coming on to the the Rangers Day Baseball Podcast. Uh, you know, we're we're out there every day, so we're we're really looking forward to to working with you and uh, getting to know you. We'll we'll, we'll see you at various we- points in of the off season and spring training. So it's going to be a good time.
0: We're going to see the grandson around there too, right?
2: Oh, yeah. You'll see Braxton. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see him. He'll, uh, he'll take over too, man. He's, 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 he's aggressive. He He's assertive, but uh, no, and Hey, back at you. I, I look forward to, you know, uh, seeing you guys get, and getting to know you. And, uh, again, uh, just pumped to be here and, uh, you know, it's been a busy three, four days, but, uh, it's, uh, a very, very exciting time for, uh, Myself and my family. So, thanks for having me on. It's good chatting with you guys. Thank
0: you. Thank you. That's Bruce Bochi, Texas Rangers manager. Bruce, thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you out there at the yard. Bruce Bochy from Globe Life Field. Big thanks to Bruce for coming on. That yeah. is, you know, he's talked about <laughs> his grandson drove him back to coaching. I coached T-ball. Yeah. And he said his grandson Braxton, he, was, he coached him. I'm telling you right now, I spent half a practice, the first practice I ever coached, just trying to get him to sit in a circle. I could imagine how nice it would be to be back with the adults, teaching them how to play. Because that, hey, volunteer coaches for Little League are some of the best people in the world that, would, that will mm-hmm. take that on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, You've done it. Yeah, uh, Tom Grieve, Tom Grieve is coaching one of his grandkids right now. So, I mean, it's... it's t-ball yeah. compared to coaching well, at yeah, an yeah, older yeah. age yeah. is a different thing. Right, no, the T-ball, I remember the last coaching search, um, I was writing, I wrote a story while coaching in the third third base of, <laughs> of, of one of my son's T-ball <laughs> games. I think it was actually coach pitch, but it was only like station to station was the rules, so I didn't have much to do, so I was writing. And, anyway, yeah, no. Uh, good, good for, good for Braxton. I think this to be exciting for for oh this will for be him great for, uh, for your granddad build, build to build some this. memories and Papa, I
0: think he calls him. Yeah, Papa.
1: he's gonna have a Rangers hat uh, as soon as as soon as he gets home. So that'll get him get him started young.
0: Absolutely. And now, guys, we're down in the bus leagues. That's what we're going back down to. We got to yeah. go down in the bus leagues. Um, you wanted to talk about a couple of guys and uh, things <laughs> going on. You got Evan Carter behind you.
1: Yeah, you know when when. Bruce spoke you. Heard him talk about the farm system, and it was one of the things that ex- excited him the most because he believes, and and that's the Rangers' vision, and really every team believes this, that a farm system sustains your success. You have long term success when you have a, a very good and productive farm system, and well, it's um, depth. Yeah, it, it is depth and but, currency, but in currency, sure, but there's quality depth, you know. There, <clears throat> and and so I got to thinking, in in twenty twenty one or 2020 off season for 2021, I I wrote the uh, Rangers chapter for the Baseball America Prospect Handbook. And, um, you know, I went through and did all the stuff and uh, you, you list 30 and um, I think you give 10 more. And then anyway, I can't remember. But um, I do remember that Baseball America had the Rangers at the start of the 2021 season with the 24th best farm system.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: their midseason rankings this year they had him sixth, and the Rangers, the Rangers think that's low, but of course they do. Anyway, Evan Carter was coming out of the off the draft, right? He was not in the top ten. He was, I think, he was right. I had him right around fifteen, somewhere there. Owen White had not pitched because he was coming off of Tommy John surgery. I don't even. He was either late in my top twenty or early in, or or, you know, the late like just the late teens or the early twenties, right? So the, farm, and two the, on the farm system had a lot of room to yeah. improve, um, but they also had to, had to add players. And uh, as I recall, my top my top three that year, my top four, my top five, top five were Young, Sam Huff, Leody Tavares, who was coming off his little brief stint in 2020, um, Colwyn and Justin Foskey. Uh, those four of the, well, Sam Huff has graduated from, from list. So as Tavares. So, you know, those three are still young Foss, you and, and Wynn are still around, but, um, you know, you look at the infusion of talent since then, um, on my, on, on, uh, our list that we did last off season, you know, Josh Smith and Ezekiel Duran who've both run out of rookie status now, right. but they were on the list. Uh, you had, uh, Dustin Harris was not on the, that list back then, right? Uh, I re- in fact I remember debating whether to put Marcus Smith, who was the headliner of that trade, right, into the top thirty or not. But just you know the infusion of talent, uh, the draft choices that they've made with with Jack Leiter, uh, Rocker Porter, Aaron, Aaron Zavala, yes, uh, you know all all guys who are will be in top tens or top twenty this year. Uh, then you look at what they've done internationally with uh, Anthony Gutierrez and.
0: What, Quavo, or how do you say Daniel Cueva.
1: Cueva. Gilder, Figueroa, uh, Jason Moroble. Uh, you know, Max Acosta had a nice rebound year this year. Right. So, I, you know, you really kind of look at this farm system and how far it's come, and you can realize why Bruce Bochy is, was so intrigued by it. And, you know, you heard him mention there, the, the top three arms are probably uh, lighter rocker win. Um, you know, Brock Porter's probably a ways away, and I know how much you love Owen White. Who who's going to be hard charging and and, and ready to go to Rule Five guy. So he'll be on the forty man. He'll be in big league camp.
0: A big forty man spots. Yeah, yeah
1: going mean, to be a, that's a big deal. So the, the farm system is going to be in flux probably until um, that that Thursday of the 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 winter meetings. You know that's when they have the Rule Five draft. So uh, you, you'll there there'll be some hairy moments there. Some of these guys may get traded before then. Uh, for, for teams that need, um, that are ready to put them on their 40 man, or guys who are going to be 40 man eligible next year. Those guys will get traded too. Yeah. So it's, you know, that's like why Hans Krauss was traded in the, in the Ian Kennedy, Kyle Gibson, Spencer Howard trade. Hans Krauss was traded because he was going to be eligible for the rule five that year. And the Rangers weren't sure if they were going to have a spot for him. So that that opened it up. uh, Anyway, the farm systems much better than it was two years ago. And, and, and if this had happened two years ago, with the farm system the way it was then, would Bruce Bochy be? Would he have taken a job if offered it then? You know, the farm system is is to the point now where guys who believe in in baseball and know how an organization should be run properly, the farm system excites them, and and that's that's a big deal.
0: Well, think about when 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 Woody was hired. I mean, when that when that job search was open, and let's say Bruce Bochy had already retired, was out of the game. I don't think the Ranger job is as attractive back then. Right. I mean, look, uh, Chris Woodward walked into a very tough situation. He walked into the middle of a, a rebuild. This is certainly not on Chris Woodward. I mean, they needed the change. It's great, but he walked into a tough situation when he took the job.
1: Yeah, you know, 2019, the Rangers weren't terrible. No. But they didn't have a lot of depth or a lot of help right. from from the minors. I mean, Tavares wasn't there yet. That was the year they drafted Young and Zell, and Zell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it it's... Um, yeah. I mean, the, 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 cupboard was, was pretty bare. I mean, you know, 2006, 15 and 16, they made so many trades to to help fuel those, uh, those runs, runs you yeah. know, the, the Cole Hamels deal, uh, the Jonathan McCoy trade, uh, the, the trade for, for Carlos Beltran, even, you know, cost them their first round pick from the previous year. So they had you know, and you just can't, you just can't get that overnight. Nope. You know, you just can't get it back. You have to go through a, a situation like the Rangers decided to go through in twenty where they you start making trades and then getting rid of the guys. You know, they traded Mike Minor during the season, they traded Lance Lynn in the offseason, and then twenty twenty one hits, they trade Joey Gallo. Right. Uh, you know, they traded they traded Kennedy and Gibson. Um, uh, so that's where the talent comes and when you're crappy, you get good draft picks. Yeah, you get <laughs> that's the top where you get line. Jack Leiter and, and Kumar Rocker. So, you know, there's Is this year. It's Should a pro, it's a process. Uh, yeah, this year we don't know yet because of the the lottery thing, and um, there's a chance they could be in the top six. Um, I guess they even have a chance at the number one overall pick. That sure. that also will happen at the winter meetings. So uh, it'll be interesting to to see. But yeah, the, you know that's how Tampa Bay got good. You know, Tampa Bay was so bad for so long, but that's how they how got. Houston got good. Sure, exactly. That's how Houston got good, and and they even had some misses in the first round. So yeah. Um, but I mean. They, they had a they had a lot of hits too so i i just think that where the farm system is and if you have been reading rangers today since its inception for uh we've been hitting the farm system really hard and we've had a lot of guests on the, a lot of a lot of the guests on this show or last week our top prospects or guys who are coming up like cody freeman last week uh fourth round pick in that 2019 draft so you know, and and again, this isn't like the NFL or the NBA where they just step in and are expected to produce. No, they have to go through. it. They have process. to go through it. They yeah. have to learn. They have to. And and um, it's just a, d- a different ball game at, at well, the major I think, league level. And it's, we
0: had on every top thirty, except for the ones that maybe don't speak good English. We we've had yeah. every top thirty prospect on right. that, that that's from the states or speaks good English. The ones that haven't, it's just because of a. Getting them. We've barriers. talked to every one of them. Sure. I mean, you, it, it's right. spring training. You've talked with the interpreters yeah, I, with every single one of them. It's sure, just coming on the show sometimes not speaking great English. I mean, it, it's a little, it's putting him in a tough
1: spot. You know, yeah. we, had, we had Martin Perez on, but he's, he's been in the United States for a long time yep. now and his English is just fine. So, yeah. um, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, Leodi Tavares has, has, uh, has gotten comfortable with English. I don't know if he's podcast comfortable yet, but, um, <laughs> we'll see, but, um, we'll, we'll try to test that out next year, but um anyway yeah the farm system there's a reason why Bruce Bochy was drawn to it because it's good and And, that's why we keep
0: this down in the bus leagues segment here is because it you know Arizona fog leagues going on fall league is going on right How much more time do they have they have another couple weeks uh
1: it started October 4th so they they still have until mid-November
0: mid-November okay so they still have a few more weeks of that going on uh Anything else before we get out of here?
1: No. Uh, again, $5.99. RangersToday.com, $5.99 a month, $35 for six months, $60 for, for a year. I mean, it's uh what is today, the 26th? Yes. Season ended the fifth. I've written every weekday, every day. I've written every day but Saturday. And I think I even got a Saturday in there. So the the content is steady this show doesn't take a break, maybe a little bit around the holidays, but even then we record ahead and still get the episodes out. So, um, Now, the, the website, you know, you get all the stories that are behind the paywall. right? The, the, this channel, this YouTube channel is is free. free. Hit Uh, that subscribe. You subscribe to it. You don't miss anything. Um, it's good stuff, man. That's all I got to say. And for, for six bucks a month, you're, you're you're doing yourself a favor if you're a Rangers fan.
0: Look, this this this, this is dedicated to Texas Ranger stuff. Yeah, period. Yeah. We're gonna have past players are gonna come on, like Cody, uh, Kobe Freeman, who came on, Col- We're gonna, Kobe Lewis, Kobe Lewis, uh, David Kobe Murphy's Fe- been on. David Murphy's been on. We, we've we've yeah. already talked with Young and Kinsler, who plan on coming on in the sure. future time. We've got access to all of these, so this is Texas Ranger heavy. And that's all it is. If you're a Texas Ranger, you need to be giving this to any one of your family members who are big Ranger fans. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they can reach out to us, and I will answer. If you reach out to me, I'll answer a question or get it answered for you. If I'm the idiot that doesn't know, I'll ask the, the brain over here. But I
1: <laughs> see my brain works that day.
0: Well, your brain doesn't forget anything. I still get floored by that. Guys, this has been a great one. Uh, Texas Ranger new manager Bruce Bo- Bochy joined us. I can't say enough for the Texas Rangers putting that together and getting yeah. him on. Bruce, especially, yeah. I know he is going nonstop right now. We'll get to talk to him a lot more right. uh, coming in the future time, but it's great. Three days after being hired, he came on to Texas. Yeah. The Rangers today baseball.
1: Pretty pretty good. That's pretty it. Pretty good. Yeah. Guys,
0: until next week,
1: we'll see you at the yard.
2: Roxo Media House.